0: On the track, I ain't asked now, nigga. For none, I took the hard away. So they'll put me overcoming with the dope. They took my hard away. Hard away. Hard away. It's time for that. Hard away. Jump in it hard away. Jump in it hard away. In the skill, it would be mad. Bad bitch, bad head. That a money got a
1: head. I used to dream living lives. Hello, 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 and welcome everybody. To another edition of the Gritty Sports Podcast. And the crew's all back together. Uh before the show started, we uh we made up for lost time. I'm not gonna get into details. But mm. welcome back, everybody. It's good to be back
0: sticky in, here. in the podcast <laughs> world.
1: If you turn on a black light, it would look like Spider-Man came through this house. <laughs> but besides that, we're back better than ever, as always, Josh, Ryan, and John, and uh to get us started here today, uh, of course we're talking hockey, we're talking basketball. We also have a newlyweds edition of the NFL Drafts we'll be talking about. Uh, is it going to be a successful marriage? Is it going to be summer love? Will there be multiple partners involved? Who knows? Maybe there'll be some swingers. Sounds very nice. Yeah,
0: very nice. <laughs> and
1: we're going to be watching Borat later. Um, not part of the podcast, but if you want to understand any references through the podcast of the next one. <laughs> Check it out. Very, very funny, but... Very, very nice. So I was gone... I guess the last podcast I was on was about three weeks ago, but I was gone for two weeks, basically. So I put down the ten things I learned in the last two weeks just to keep everybody in the loop of what I've been doing, and the first one is is that Pat's, or Pat's Blue Ribbon is still alive and well. After they were bought by a Russian corporation, they were kind of left on the back burner, and everybody kind of turned their backs on them, but now PBR... Up in Clearing at the uh, beer distributor, they were giving away uh, giving away sixty beers for twenty five dollars. Wow! And I don't love PBR, but at the price point, I won't drink anything else.
2: Damn, okay. man, you should have let us know. If well, you were I in I, the group message. I didn't even <laughs> damn. I didn't, I I didn't say, know if it was the same down no, here because we don't no, have a beer distributor. It's cool. I would have Venmoed you twenty five right off. Jump, you would have put it in your trunk and brought it right on back. Some nice, uh, some nice lukewarm
1: PBR. I feel feel like room temperature PBR is like you know, how like scotch is supposed to be drank neat. I feel like PBR is meant to be drank at room temperature,
0: (laughs) (laughs) and like it's already open and has been sitting out for like a couple hours.
1: Yeah, Yeah, it's like when you come back to and you're just like, oh, okay, I'm gonna drink this beer, but yeah, it was super cheap. Uh it was it's forty, but then there was a mail in rebate, so you got fifteen off so it ended up being twenty five. Uh so PBR is still alive and well. Sixty PBRs, twenty five dollars. Hit up your local uh local hookup, your beer distributor if you're listening in Pennsylvania and your state has weird liquor laws. <laughs> or just go to a sheets like a normal person. They have but, weird
2: liquor laws in Pennsylvania. Yeah, you have yeah. to buy
1: beer at a beer distributor. You can't buy it at Sheets or anything. Oh that is fucking stupid. Yeah, it's really dumb. <laughs> It's very counterintuitive. It just gives the government more money. Yeah. But that's a, that's for another time. Um, number two on my list. Uh, after 22 years of living, I'm ready to come out of the rom-com closet. I like romantic comedies. I watched like four this week. They were all pretty solid. Which um, ones? I watched Sleepless in Seattle. Oh, I need
2: all the ratings. I watched...
1: Yeah. Alright, Sleepless in Seattle just was really good. Come. It was Tom <laughs> Hanks. That was probably the best one I watched. Uh, number two, She's of Out of My League, which is a great movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I watched McCona that today. Hanks. No, that one's oh, uh, that, Jay Brousselle. Oh, that's
0: uh, t- How to Lose the Guy in 10 Days. Yeah, is yeah, that's
1: Makane. I that I did not watch that Both, like, seven eight. And then, oh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, which I've already seen. ten. But obviously, that's a great movie. Shout out to Mila. Mila Kunis, yeah. And then the fourth one I watched was called The Switch. With Jason Bateman and Jennifer Aniston, mm-hmm. where oh, that, he yeah, switches the sperm. Yeah, that's oh. badass.
2: Yeah, it's a good. So I like romantic comedies. Have you now. seen uh, Sweet Home Alabama? I haven't. Oh that's no, that's old. the
1: one with Reese Witherspoon. That's yeah, I haven't seen that one. Five Hundred Days of Summer. Well, I, I don't think that's a romantic comedy at all. It's only that's a dark, it's, it's twisted only, fuck up of a movie that <laughs> that's makes you so that's sad. That's true. I feel Dude, like, that movie makes me feel ways I don't want to feel. It is like a very intense movie. Dude, the first time I saw it. Like I was like fresh off like a relationship ending, like in Clarion, and I just like watched that movie and like at the end of it I was like, Wow, what the fuck? <laughs>
0: <But> <laughs> like, then what? It gives you hope. Well to like it autumn. made me feel a little better. Like <laughs> to I don't know fun. what it is, but like when
1: I'm sad, like doing sad things or like listening to sad music somehow makes me feel better. Yeah, when like, it's Drake, just making more sense. Yeah, like yeah. for some reason like if you're drunk alone. Uh, like, late at night after something bad happens at the bar or whatever, and you're listening to Marvin's Room. It's very comforting. Yeah, because it's like... Somebody else has done it. Everybody else has been there, yeah. But really, you should yeah, just be 500 crying. Days of Summer, I do not think is a romantic comedy. <laughs> I think it's more like the most realist shit that's ever been written in like, <laughs> my whole life. That, like, cutscene that they have of reality versus expectations in mm. that movie. Oh, my God. Um, have you seen it, John? Yeah, it's a... It makes me hate Zoe Deschanel, and I love Zoe Deschanel.
0: Uh, that one Stupid Infinite Summer. Playlist movie, like something like Infinite Playlist, Silver Linings Playbook? No, there's a, a different <laughs> one. Know. There's a different one, and it ha- I think it's Michael Sarah is like the main guy character. Oh right. god! And it's it's a really good one, dude. Something for the fans
1: while we're talking about Michael Sarah. There's this thing circulating around. It's called, or I don't know what account it is. But like just search Michael Sarah on rap albums. And it's like Michael Sarah's face replaced with someone else's. Oh, so like I it's Ray that. Shremin, and it's like Slim Jimmy and Michael Sarah. <laughs> or it's like the Good Kid Mad City one with like all the people at the dinner table and it's Michael Sarah on the side. Nick
0: and Nora's Infinite Playlist. That's what it's going cool. go. I haven't seen that It's a good it. one. Highly recommended.
1: Juno's also good. Oh, Juno is really good. But yeah, I Comedy like romantic like comedies, like, comedies <laughs> now. I feel like there's a stigma. To like I've been not a fan of like romantic honestly. comedies, but like I don't know, just recently I've started just watching romantic comedies.
0: I've been only, a, fan, I'm a fan, actually, my only problem with them is sometimes I get too invested in their relationship, relationship. and because you know that they're gonna break up at some point and then get back together, well, yeah. and, like have and a fight just and get back on together. your heartstrings. it's just like, like uh, the one with Justin Timberlake and Mila Kunis. Yep. That, uh, that, no that strings one, attached. Yeah, yeah, that one. Where they just
2: bang all the time. Every
0: time so it. Sure. it Breaks my heart. Do need can to be, be more booms.
2: Have you seen, uh, you guys have seen How I Met Your Mother? Yeah. yeah. Enough of, how of Met it. Your yeah. mother? So, you know, Ted and Robin, how they were dating in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then she ends up marrying well, Barney. With, like, I was friends. like, fuck you, Barney! <laughs> I'm Team Ted. It was some bullshit. Honestly, really now that
1: you're weird. talking about TV shows, I feel like the end of New Girl probably sparked all this romantic comedy watching. I haven't me. seen New Girl yet. Oh my god. So sad. It's all over. But either way, (laughs) yeah, we'll talk about that later. But yeah, it does tug on your heartstrings, which is why Five Hundred Days of Summer is a spawn of Satan (laughs) because it doesn't work out and it sucks. But either way, romantic comedies are cool now. Um, I really, really like the new Post Malone album, Beer Bongs and Bentleys. Uh, I don't think we talked about it at all up until this point. It wasn't released. But I I am a huge fan. There's a couple of songs that I could do without, but overall. I think it's an 8 out of 10. I think it's a really good album. Yeah,
0: I would
2: probably... It's high. I I would probably go... I'm definitely higher than most people. We love it. I know.
0: I would probably go 7 out of 10. There's, like, a couple that I really, really, really like, but then I think it has a lot more skippable songs than, like, his previous one.
2: Definitely a lot more skippable than Uh, Stoney. Yeah. yeah.
0: I like, like, Spoil My Night and Better Now and uh, Stay. And ninety two explorer those four explorer is really those cool. four like carry it so much for me that it like makes it have a higher rating. Dude, than, I still like, love the, the I'm track like,
1: with YG is uh, great. 400, yes, course. and um, I like Rich and Sad a lot. I don't like
0: Geezy at all. Hey, G-Eazy. I like, like Geezy in that. He song. does well in that song. i, would I would that. between the five and the six range. We talked about that. I think
2: we did. Yeah, I'm like the five to six range with the album. I. Like I told you I feel like I was just Forced to wait too long To like really invest My time in listening to it After I listened to it Like three times I was like okay
0: well, and, like, I felt like whenever he announced it was coming out the first time... It was uh, in,
2: like, December. Well,
0: yeah, and, <laughs> I, well and like, well, the the first release date that was, like, actually got close, and then it got there, and then he was like, just kidding, now it's gonna yeah. be, like, April or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, now I really don't even know if I should believe you, so I didn't really get hyped, as hyped exactly, for yeah. it the second time around. Because I know,
2: like, when a Cole album drops, and the release date said I listen to Cole leading all the way up to it. Mm. Or, like, Drake, I listen to just all the Drake shit leading mm. up to it. Same with Kendrick, even though. Well, see, it's... Kendrick's first I can't really do that with
1: Post, though, because he only has one album,
2: and I yeah. over-listened the shit out of Stoney. Yeah. See, I I was higher on Stoney, but still wasn't one that I would... I would listen to that a couple times through to get me excited for this, if he... if I. Didn't have to wait a fucking seven years. Maybe
1: it'll grow on you. Oh, I mean, I you listen might. to
2: it. It's still on the but on the list. I'm a big I fan. To Another
1: thing I'm a big fan of. Seen it twice since we last spoke. Avengers: Infinity War. Great. Fucking awesome oh, movie. That's It's two and a half hours of roller coaster riding, dicks, you know, galore. Pain. Heartstring pulling. Uh, well, I'm looking for a word. It's just basically all the nerds. You can see all the comic book nerds stroking it in the back. Yes. Because it's just got so many good callbacks throughout the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, well written. Um, like I said, a lot of what you can ask for in a movie is to be doing something for two and a half hours and have no idea that you're doing it. And... Uh, that was just one of those movies, it was action-packed through, it was like five minutes of exposition and like two and a half hours of climax. That's
2: how I would like mm. explain
1: that movie. Yeah, I would agree. It's a very long climax. I Ron, think it was a
2: solid Ron, 9 of like 10. ten.
1: <laughs> yeah. Great movie. They somehow balanced all the characters together. Um, I guess we'll still be a spoiler-free podcast for now, since Ryan hasn't seen it, but like next week everybody's done. So we're going to have to get started. Um. All right. We uh, okay. So we talked about this before the podcast. But number five, I'm ready to panic over the calves. I'm ready to say LeBron panic. is toast. I'm ready to say it's all over for LeBron in Cleveland. He's going down in five games, Ooh. and that's going to be the end of it. I Think it's
2: five. Yep. I think it'll go s- I think it might get seven.
0: I think the way it looks right now it looks like it'll go six. But I feel I like... I think
2: he's winning both at home.
0: Uh, yeah, I feel like he if he wins both at home, then it'll go seven. Yeah.
2: I mean, like, the, Celt- the Celtics have to win two more, and he has to win four out of the next five. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the- it's really not in his favor at all. It really no. just depends. Uh,
1: I also have sports gambling finally being legalized across the country is about 100 years too late. Uh, with all these scandals that have come out over the years, and... We've basically been betting money since we were children. So, I mean, this is just one of those things that, you know, finally happened, which is great. You can finally buy a sports book ticket at Charlestown or, you know, at MGM, whenever those states actually do follow through with those laws. I guess Virginia's pretty far behind, but yeah, West Virginia's It's not close. coming to
0: Virginia anytime
1: soon, but But West Virginia's knocking on the
0: door, yeah. Yeah, Charlestown will have theirs set up in no time.
1: So that'll be cool, so... Next year, you can make your outlandish bets for the uh, Seattle expansion team, maybe for the NHL, or a couple years down the road. Um, number Seattle? seven, I had a very real thought, John, the other day, uh, and okay. it kind of scared me. Everything gets old eventually. Will Fortnite ever get old? And if it does, when? And
2: how sad of day will I don't think will it be? will be because they keep they keep adding on and like just switching things up on you, like, you'll get an, up, they'll be an update at 2 in the morning and nobody will know about it, like, it just, they're like, uh, then they just, like, aren't they doing construction on Tilted right now, or not Tilted, uh, is it pleasant?
1: I have no idea, I just know they added a bunch of, like, bases, and they added, like, they added, like, a drive-in movie theater, and they added a bunch of new guns. They had the Infinity Gauntlet mode, did you get a chance to play that? Or you could be Thanos. That
2: was fun actually. That yeah. was
1: really sweet. I got like fifteen kills in a game doing that. It's just kinda OP, but I mean they do keep it really fresh and the idea that it's free is really good, but like you think back to like how much Halo we used to play as kids or like Call of Duty and no one plays those games
2: anymore. Yeah. So Well Call of Duty still played. Yeah, no but one. none of us play it. Oh yeah.
1: I, I don't really like the new Call of Duty all that much. I didn't even play it. I got I got tired of it quick but Someday Fortnite will get old. It was a very real, very uh, visceral experience that I thought about, but, you know, hopefully that day doesn't come. Number eight, This is America's the best music video I will see all year. <laughs> it is cinematic gold. Uh, it's a great music video, and all of the memes coming out are just as good. Yeah. Did you see the uh,
2: the Carly Rae Jetson "Call Me Maybe" uh-huh.
1: cover of that
2: song? I mean, there was like a Taylor oh Swift one that was god. really good too. I just I I love Childish Gambino. I'm a big 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 Childish Gambino fan. Gambino is just a genius. Did yes. you
0: watch his <clears throat> SNL? Oh my god! Yeah, it was very
1: good. It was so fucking. It was so good. <laughs> it was very funny. <laughs> the uh, like I don't really like SNL at all anymore. The, uh, it just depends on the
2: guest. What did he... the um, the one about. The Barbies mm-hmm. the kid about the Barbies Had me literally crying <laughs> Yeah Cause he was much Talking about how the Barbies Are just committing suicide And he's like In such a serious voice And they're all like What the fuck is going on and He's just so serious Talking about Dude just he's just such a Strange dude
1: too Like in that music video He's just dancing around Shirtless And he's got those Crazy ass eyes mm-hmm. Yeah Those eyes are just Weird as shit And like this guy's Gonna be Lando Calrissian In theaters in about Two weeks in this Han Solo
2: movie <clears throat> And, and yeah, he already got a, a whole movie to himself Really? Yeah, they just they A just, Star Wars one? Yeah, they just
1: said that they're going to make one just about him. So they're going to make a Calrissian Wow, mm-hmm. So cool. he's doing everything and I'm a whole season behind in Atlanta and I, su- I assume he's killing that as well. Yeah,
2: it's really good but they said they might not renew it again. Hmm. It is definitely Boy's getting too big. All up the shit. It's, like it's, it's definitely taking a left turn. But it's, uh, yeah, Paper Boy's Paperboy. Paper Boy. Paper Boy. All about, about the Paper Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Alright,
1: number nine, I've figured out and I'm ready to come out that I am addicted to Trisket crackers. Um, that's uh, fucking That's much. all yeah. I Just ate box. in Clarion. Dude, yeah, Triscuits right? are great. You guys don't like Triscuits? No. If I'm
2: eating a uh, cracker, I'm eating club crackers. Dude,
1: there's so many different flavors of Triscuits now. There's like 30 different flavors. That's
2: probably the lamest shit I've ever heard you say. Dude, if Adam <laughs> was here, he'd be all over it. Adam is also a, a Adam and
1: uh, Colin are the ones that turned me on to Triscuits. Wow. They're
2: big meat, cheese, and
1: cracker uh, guys. You've got, you've got like, guys. real fucking winners yeah, back at you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. Triscuits are fantastic. Club crackers, baby. Just, just you wait. Someday you'll be converted.
2: Never. That uh, that
1: number problem. 10. This has been a thought that's been in my head pretty much since he got drafted. But I would be open, I mean, I'm not going to take him where I'm at in my draft, but I would take Saquon Barkley at number six in a redraft league. So,
2: who's going ahead? Go ahead and give me the five. Or All right, four.
1: well, number one ideally is going to be Le'Veon Bell. Then it's probably going to be either Todd Gurley, Ezekiel Elliott, or David Johnson. Okay. And then Antonio Brown.
2: Okay, and then? So you think
0: he's going to be running back number six or pick overall? Pick overall. overall.
1: So you're saying he'll go before Alvin Kamara? I think he's going to go before, well, see, it's tricky now because Alvin Kamara could go in the top five because Mark Ingram is hurt, or not hurt, suspended. So, I mean, that kind of throws a monkey wrench into it. But then again, I just feel like Saquon Barkley's opportunity is just through the roof. And I think he should go higher than Julio Jones and Odell. I would take him before
2: Julio, I think. Well, I think everybody would. I think
1: Julio's on his way out the door.
2: Have you guys been hearing all those yes. rumors? Well, yeah. that's the thing. is I'd like to see him go out the door before the draft because if he goes to a place that is going to sling it to him, then I'm in. <laughs> no, yeah. I meant like go out the doors and retire. Oh. I think he's got to hang it up.
1: No, I don't think he wants to play in Atlanta. I just don't think he cares about playing football. Yeah. That's just me. Well, if that's the case, but
2: then that makes it easy. I you know, just I think Saquon
1: Barkley has, he has an argument against somebody like David Johnson because David Johnson's offense is mm-hmm. completely different now. He and missed a whole year of injury. football. Yeah, and I just like... We saw a couple years ago with Zeke, a rookie running back who's fresh with the right opportunity can really light up the league. Zeke also had the be- is the best well, yeah. offensive line. I'm yeah, sure. there's also that. But Zeke also didn't really have a passing game to you know work off of. Saquon Barkley is going to have a revitalized Eli Manning, I
2: think. I mean, I could yeah. be talking well, out my ass. Which is... But- which he's, is a thing you like to do in this podcast I mean
1: Sometimes you gotta do it You gotta be polarizing But, but he's yeah, but but gonna have Odell Back as well But, but
2: saying Eli Manning Is gonna be we to also, his fucking I'm drawing a blank year. On
0: their tight end's name but uh, he, Evan Ingram Yeah Evan Ingram Looked fantastic last year He was year. like top five Receiving tight end In the league last I year I just
1: think the Giants Offense as a whole Is gonna get a big boost and I like Saquon Barkley. I see that. Now, I am i mean, where I'm picking, I'm getting one of the four running backs I mentioned, more than likely, unless it comes down to David Johnson or Antonio Brown, then I'm
2: taking A.B. Not to say, then, don't be stupid. But I, don't, I don't want – David I Johnson don't think can fall to me at seven, and I'm still not yeah. taking him. No, I would take him there completely.
1: I, I mean, he's definitely worth it at that point. But, like, you're just splitting hairs, you know, when running backs are that high. Oh, I just, I'm, not, to I'm not 100% sold on Todd Gurley having the same kind of year. I'm not sold ridiculous. on David Johnson. Give me him. There's
2: just too many mouths to feed. That's just my. Opinion. He's gonna. His is gonna be fed the most.
1: <laughs> but anyways, Saquon Barkley. Don't be afraid of taking a rookie, uh, especially as a running back. Rookie wide receivers ought to scare you the most. For some <laughs>
0: reason, they never get it done. You didn't say Leonard Fournette. I don't believe. Do you think? Barkley no, I think. Take end I think he Fournette? would be at the tail end of the first round. So you think? You think Barkley would go before Fournette?
1: Yes. I, I would know. rather have Barkley than Fournette. I would rather have Fournette.
2: I would rather have Fournette. I mean, they're both good. And from the way this podcast—and again, we're, we're sw- more right than you are. <laughs> I <don't> know <laughs> about
1: that. If we went through and fact-checked everything, I just have some of the more polarizing takes that, that are just—I have fact-checked off the wall. everything.
2: He's fact-checked immediately.
0: I've I I fact-checked it all. Oh man, you're screwed. <laughs> I have a filter running through it. It's just Googling everything we say. <laughs> we're using Watson from IBM. We have got Watson. Yeah, <laughs> they, they took it off Jeopardy. I forgot we were tests.
1: sponsored by IBM. Yep, we got some <laughs> from the Masters. And yeah, we IBM. We we're yeah. also sponsored by Espalone. Yep, Espolón. Espiala and Borat. Like
2: but- a and I like a sex. It's a very nice.
0: So we have two new sponsors. Welcome to the family. Oh, I announced. We're all company men. I announced last week that we uh, just got Google on as a sponsor because our whole change. yeah our whole last podcast was done using Google Voice.
1: Oh, so, nice. Yeah, so does well, that Google. mean we're sponsored by GarageBand too? Then yes, nice.
2: Very nice. What
1: what uh, what very uh, generous donors that we have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're we're a family. All right, uh, let's move into hockey now. Those are the ten things I learned in two weeks. Uh, you can check it out on demand on <laughs> iTunes.
0: Oh, speaking of our iTunes, everything should be working now. All of the links that we tweet should work. Uh, you should get notifications whenever we post this podcast. So shout out to Rochelle once again for yeah. figuring that shit Rochelle's out.
2: Rochelle's a guy.
0: Rochelle
1: and iTunes and everything. We're on the come up. Yeah. Check out prettygoodsports.com. Again, I am a company man. Company man. <laughs> Alright, uh, National Hockey League, uh, we'll start at the top of the Eastern Conference since that's the fresh news Is that out what, there. Penguins, Lightning?
0: <laughs> the what? Capitals, I was waiting for that. Wait, the, who's playing in the Eastern Conference Finals? It would be the Capitals the
1: and the Lightning. The
0: who? Who?
2: Who? Do you guys want to just get this out? Yeah, I, I it's fuzzy. you guys yeah, want yeah. me to go? No, nah, yeah, you stay. I'm just curious. I don't remember.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen I it. I would hope you remembered. You're already three games through. Are we? What?
2: What's
1: the, what's How's it the, going? yeah, what's the, it's two to one. <laughs> two to one who? It's like two to one for the Capitals. Well, I be
2: goddamn. The Capitals. The Capitals. The Washington, Washington Capitals. <laughs> I be damn I don't know. It's All right, get, get it going. That's crazy. I'm... Josh has been drinking again. <laughs> All right. Drinking.
1: So the Caps lost game three last night, uh, and Ryan brought up an interesting lineup change idea, so I'll throw it to him for that. He wants to uh, put Burakovsky
0: on the shelf. Yeah, yes. me too. burakovsky <laughs> some fucking ass. Has been completely useless.
2: He's at zero points all playoffs.
0: Zero po- Well, I mean, he's only played in the last two games or three games because I think he played game one, didn't
2: he? He's played all these games. Did not he play? Did he play? In no, the he first didn't series? play
0: any in that series. I don't think. Um, but he ha- doesn't have any any points in this playoffs or uh, series, and he has like I think like. Two shots on goal, or something like ridiculous he has no stats at all, and I feel like just the way the capitals as a whole like their uh like their agenda trying to score with Burkovsky on the ice versus like putting a young hungry guy like uh uh Nathan Walker from um, Australia who got a point in uh, his first game the Austin awesome yeah and um, shrimp on the bobby. Travis Boyd yeah Travis Boyd could do well. Like you could throw either of those guys into the like third or fourth line, and uh, and shift the lines back to more what they were at the end of the Penguin series, yep. and and just try to go back to that production because Burkowski has just looked completely
1: useless. Well, it's kind of hard to you know be on the shelf because he missed all of the playoffs up until this point. He's played yeah. five
2: games. So I just looked it up. Five okay. playoff. It's
1: games. just hard to go from like missing a bunch of games in the regular season to pretty much going up to a hundred miles per hour. Yeah. I mean, a lot of players have trouble doing that. Only a couple don't miss a step. I feel like defensemen usually are okay. Mm-hmm. But with Fords, you know, it's just, you know, a ton of camaraderie awesome. with your lines. And his,
0: like, the way he plays, he's a very, like, skillful player. Yeah. If he doesn't have all of his skill and all of his touch, then he's basically useless. Yeah. I, I 100%
2: agree with that. I've i thought about that today as well.
0: I don't disagree. I've only watched like one and a half games in
1: this Why? series. Because I missed one for Mother's Day and last night I was at Joe's soccer game. Well,
2: that's just weird. If the, if the Pens were playing, you wouldn't miss a game. I've I've watched <laughs> two of the games, John. I just, that just missed that one just of the games. That's blasphemy if you ask me. Oh man! I've crazy. seen
1: one and a half of the three games. Okay,
2: you're not. Are you a real hockey I'm fan? I'm still paying attention. <laughs> are
1: you a real hockey fan, John? We're not getting into this. <laughs> like three weeks ago, you didn't want to watch Damn <laughs> right! Yeah. This you're is too Honestly, games. like awesome. when I was thinking about all this, I was just like, you know, you know, this is kind of good because now John is actually going to watch hockey. I love yeah. hockey. <laughs> hockey so like now, John's into hockey, and I feel like there's a lot of Johns around the world right now. I've only watched every hockey game
2: on television, I which love is hockey. good.
1: Because spreading the sport is ideally what you want to do in the end. And so John's into hockey. John's contributing to hockey. So I guess we can thank the Caps for that. That's one of the good we things that came the out We can thank the Pens for that, for
2: being fucking ass. Yeah!
1: <laughs> <laughs> but either way, um, from what I've seen, Burikoski, um he just looks lost out there right now. My thoughts in general of this series to this point, uh, a couple of things that have surprised me are one, Uh, Just how conservative and opportunistic the Capitals have been playing in their own zone so far. I think it has a lot to do with Baxter not playing and having Lars Eller on the second line. Um, You know, they're not taking a lot of big chances. Um, And then on the Tampa Bay side, we heard a lot about in the first two series with Cedric Paquette, Andre Pallott, Tyler Johnson, and Braden Point. They were really the driving forces of why Tampa Bay was running through people. It was the reason and I'll throw my quick jab in on the Boston Bruins, We're just completely outmatched yeah. by Tampa Bay. Um, was that 4-1? Yeah, it was 4-1. It, it wasn't a series at all. Boston has a good top line, and the rest of it is absolutely terrible. Zdeno Chara is basically just you know out there staying around at this point in his yeah. career. He's not any good anymore. They have no speed. I mean, speed is so crucial. Boston has lacked speed year in and year out, and that's why they got sauced, basically, by Tampa Bay. But now Tampa Bay, their speedsters are not getting the job done either because they're getting roughed up a little bit. The series has gotten chippy real quick. And when I was going into the series, I was just like, you know, Tampa Bay and and, and the Caps never play each other anymore. You know, they haven't been in the same division now in a couple years. And I just, you know, there's always these fallacies in your head where like things always happen. But you're like, maybe this time will be different. I'm just like, you know, this is probably just gonna be a fast-paced series, lots of goals. And like, you know, the last three games people have been getting cross checked, putting the boards, and it's just gotten instantly physical. Yeah. And
2: I wasn't expecting that from these two teams. My my thing is I have a question to ask. Um Is our penalty killing just fucking terrible? Or is there's really well, that No, good? the
1: the Tampa Bay power play unit you know, was second in the league going. Mm-hmm. They are
2: literally taking a shit on us well, every league. single time. We're in the box as a goal. Every single time. Well, the, the thing you got to look at. is a good
0: penalty killer. But yeah, I'm just Backstrom saying, like, is in general, general huge, is Well, he's a big face-off man in his defense is, is a big part of it. Is, is our killing problem. is just
2: awful now?
0: It's definitely a problem right now.
1: But, like, when you look at a power play unit of Stamkos, he's not even the best Lightning player right now. He's out there with Kucherov, who's probably going to win the MVP. Victor Hedman, who... Literally, every time I see him, I'm amazed about how freaking big this man is. He is a giant... And with Anton Stroman, he reminds me a lot of Sergei Gonchar. He's just out there quarterbacking the uh, quarterback in the power play. They're a really good power play unit. But like Ryan said, winning a faceoff in your own defensive zone is half the battle on the penalty kill.
0: You can win a faceoff, then you can get the clear exactly. Like that half the and, and
1: when you don't have somebody like Backstrom in there and Kuznetsov, you know Crosby doesn't kill penalties, so Kuznetsov's not going to kill penalties. The star guys don't do that. So you're you're basically out there relying on Lars Eller to win over half of his face offs, and that's just unfair. Yeah.
2: yeah, doesn't isn't Jay Beagle our guy that does face offs normally? Well, I mean, that's not. Well, I don't know. Well, but, well, I don't well,
0: know who your fourth line center is. Lars kind of switching up. Lars Eller has been the one who has been taking Nick Backstrom's share. Of yeah, the he's league. on the second yeah. line now. So that's why I think a lot of people are definitely looking at him. Jay Beagle did have a great penalty kill. Uh, there was one shift he had in uh, last night's game where he blocked two shots in, like, like 30 seconds yeah. on the penalty kill. J.B. was playing really well, as usual. I love J.B. Well, Beagle.
1: and also your best penalty killer always got to be your goalie, too. Mm-hmm. That's a huge part of it. And, you know, sometimes goalies just have to steal games. But, I mean, like I said, I haven't watched a ton of the special teams in this series. But, I mean, Tampa Bay is always really good. The Caps power play is always really good. So, I mean, the penalty killing's going to be rough. And they just neither team has been super disciplined either. It, like oh. from the stats, you know there was Chris Kunitz ripping Tom Wilson's lid off in game one, and then uh, there was the cross check from one of the Caps' defensemen into the back of Paquette's head, and then last game uh, last somebody game, got put in the
0: boards. Last game and game two, specifically game two, was so terribly officiated, dude.
1: That's like. That's one thing about the NHL. I was talking to Adam about this. The NHL typically has the best officiating of the all the sports. Too. They have been awful yeah. throughout the playoffs in every which way.
0: There was a, a time last game where after the whistle, just two players got tied up. Like, what happens every single time yeah. that there's a play near the net, like the offensive guy gets near the goalie, and then yeah. the defender just just comes like, in and gives him a hug, and they threw back out of the box. Yeah. They threw both
1: guys in the box. I literally don't understand what a cross check is and isn't anymore. Me either. Because they literally just call it at their own discretion. It's kind of like holding in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But like, that's just how it is in hockey. Like, if you if obviously if you get cross checked in the head, it's different. But if you get cross checked in the midsection and you're sitting in the blue paint, that's just called clearing the crease. Yeah, that's the way it is. And now it seems like with all the physical play, they're kind of under the microscope after the last couple of series that they've dealt with. Because in the Toronto series, um, Kadri put somebody into the wall. Tom Wilson broke a guy's jaw. So like allegedly,
0: they're,
1: so they're they're <laughs> yes. constantly under the microscope Next. now. So I feel like they're just all you know kind of shook about making the right decision, and they're just being pussies about well,
0: it. Well, there should have been. Uh, league action on the hit on Tom Wilson That That's forced right. him to come out of the game um, And they didn't even review it Because Tom Wilson didn't hit himself If he had hit himself Then he'd probably be in prison right now <laughs> But the fact that he was the one getting hit Then it's okay So hey, he got laid sure we're on the same page well, with that.
1: Boarding should just always be a penalty Yeah They've already made that precedent known And you know when you're flying around that quick Obviously but, I mean, those have just been my thoughts on the series. It's just going to get more and more physical. The Cavs are going to win this series if Vasilevsky can't be better. Yeah. He's not been good at all, in my opinion. Um, I mean, he's never really been that great. He got the job the year the Lightning lost to the Pens in the ECF two years ago. He <laughs> won over Ben Bishop.
0: Will just had a funny text into our group chat. Now. <laughs> that you are <were> not? In <laughs> oh, yeah, you're not in That's it. That's fine. <laughs> no, but, you want to see it. Either way. You want to see it. Um... I'm sure
1: it's lovely. (laughs) But, anyways, Vasilevsky's going to have to be better. Um, As far as everything else goes, um, what are we thinking about Game 4 tomorrow moving forward, in case we don't have a podcast before the end of the series? (laughs) I think
0: that the Capitals have to win Game 4. Like, I think Game 4 is as big of a must-win as, like, any other game in the series. Yeah. Because I just think the momentum of... Of a three-one series going back to Tampa Bay, and then just having to. And the way we played on the road six. is yeah. crazy. Yeah, but if we were to drop two at home, like I don't know if like how well we've been playing on the road will change like the amount of momentum yeah. Tampa no, would carry. I in think game that this five. is a must win as well. So I if, if if we drop tomorrow, I just I feel like the momentum will be too strong for Tampa, and they could win Game Five, and then we're immediately in a three-two situation, and then the pressure's on. And we all have seen what the Capitals do and the pressure's on. They fucking fold. Yep. That's why we had to beat the Penguins in Game 6. Like cheap if, have, if we would have went to Game 7, it, we, would all, we wouldn't be talking like this still right now. I'm mind
2: blown that that happened. Yeah,
0: so if we would have went to Game 7, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be here, so... Can
2: we take a step back? Since we haven't seen you, or you wouldn't even speak to me. <laughs> what was your thoughts on that? I mean, I don't, I don't want to hear the bullshit. It's bound to happen. I don't want to hear. It. Well, I want to hear your literal fault. Right. What I, What I
1: will say, I you cry. Is it's a two pronged thing. I didn't cry, <laughs> but I did have to. I was in D.C. when it happened at work with a bunch of Caps fans, <laughs> so I guess I deserved that. But either I was not upset that we lost because you can't win forever. I was upset <sighs> of who we lost to. I didn't want it to end this way. I you can't like I said, you can't win forever. But losing to the Caps, it definitely stings. I've gone through
0: my seven stages of grief already. I'm in for, the acceptance part of it. For effect, can you go stand in the rain while you're talking about this? <laughs> <laughs> I think it would just look better. <laughs> but either way,
1: um, I got I got through it. I'm gonna be fine. Um, the the, Capitals, the sun does rise. Yeah, the sunrise. And the Capitals won. The reason that the Pens won the last two years, they had better depth. And they had more contributions. They had the better goalie this series. Matt Murray, I didn't think, was very good past game one. Yeah. Um, But the role players for the Capitals, I thought, did an outstanding job. Obviously, Kuznetsov and Ovechkin did what they needed to do. Um, So they they hit all the right notes, and they had speed also on the back half. Mm -hmm. Uh, Verana, didn't know a ton about him going into it. Great player. Did a great job filling in on the top line when Wilson was out for those three games. And honestly, it looked, you know, kind of like I was talking about the
0: Caps. It kind of looked like the Caps wanted it more in a lot of the series. I think the uh, not just the the Caps looked like they wanted it more. I think the Penguins looked like they were tired. Well, yeah, well, like they especially like that towards the end the third period of a lot of games they looked tired and frustrated. And yeah. the Penguins never looked tired or frustrated before. Like you would see, there were a couple of times like Crosby was like smacking his stick on the ice, and he's not usually a guy that, that they were does that
1: and they. Partially, it's they didn't have any depth. The defense was really bad. Letang is absolute trash, just so so bad. But Phil Kessel was hurt throughout the whole series. And he had a, a broken ball. bone in his wrist. Um, and there's speculation that Malkin was hurt. I didn't hear anything about that. But I mean, Phil oh yeah, Kessel, they're going to say. I think Phil Malkin Kessel was looking very very bad. I think Malkin came back concussion. too early.
0: I think he had a concussion. Something was wrong with him. But now, how would you test Malkin? It's like how would you test Gronk for a concussion? <laughs> like. They just, just sound like well all the time. It's just like, yeah. Did y'all see Gronk's
1: girl? Yeah. Smoke show. Yeah. I'm not even surprised. I, I also
0: love shit. that she was just taking that video and he was just watching. Like he wasn't yeah. like just watching TV chill or something. He was like no, I'm watching you make this. video She is
1: bad. But yeah, I've, I've made it through my seven stages of grief. I've moved on. I've enjoyed watching the hockey. I will say, as a neutral hockey fan, I deserve two Game 7s from both of these series. No, you don't. So I hope you guys are strapped up. That's what the people want to see. No, we don't. <laughs> That's what DraftKings wants from me. I want five. <laughs> so I, I need to keep it rolling. I, side note, I've been playing really well in DraftKings um, for hockey. I don't want to move on from that. I'm not as good with baseball. <laughs> uh, so let's move on now to the West, though. Vegas and the Jets are tied 1-1. They play tonight. Um I think this series is going to go seven, period. Um, these are two very evenly matched teams. Um, I've picked against the Knights pretty much all year long, so I'm going to continue that trend just because eventually they're going to lose, I think. If they end up winning the Cup, we're living through one of the best 30-for-30s ever made already, which is going to be spectacular.
2: Ooh.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: It's gonna be a great thirty for thirty. But No, we're uh, not talking about that. Flower versus Hellebach is gonna be an extraordinary goalie matchup to watch. Of the four goalies left, Connor Hellebach has been probably the best goaltender in the
0: playoffs so far. He has been spectacular. He's putting it right at the front. <laughs> what is he putting? It's about Jordan's fucking shitty documentary that's coming out. It's gonna be ten hours long. Oh god! Who the hell's gonna watch ten hours? Is about it gonna be movie? more or less nauseating than Tom
2: versus guy. Time? Can we put that? I hope he
0: makes out with the. First sonic. of all,
2: first, no, Tom, that's fucking sick. No, this is a an hour. An hour per episode. It's a Netflix series.
0: Yeah, but there's going to be ten of them. Yeah,
2: I can't fucking wait. <laughs> but no, we're gonna we're done that conversation. Are there
0: ten hours... Of Michael Jordan to be interested in. Yes. Is there going to be three hours about how he got his dad murdered? Yeah, I was going to say there better be at least three hours on that, and at least one hour on the meme getting made, and then and just one, the history of. The if meme. there's
1: more You're than like, of, if there's know. more than thirty minutes about him switching to baseball, I'm going to scream. If there's
2: they say he's at least... good at
0: baseball, I'm going to scream.
2: There's going <laughs> to be a few episodes on the baseball.
1: I'm gonna scream like a little girl. I'm sick of this. He's looking for a mom. No, there's in the no store. proof that
0: he got his dad killed. But anyway, yeah. Well, we can't ask him either. Back to hockey. Jordan, if you'd like. Back to hockey.
1: We'll get to basketball here in a second. Um, apparently, Blake Wheeler is an unrelenting stud. Yes. This happened very slowly over time. So slowly, I don't think many of us noticed. Yes. That he was transforming into a complete stud, but his line and playing with Patrick Laine and then Mark Scheifele. They have been just unstoppable so far for Winnipeg. and I mean, honestly, this whole Jets team has just kind of crept up on you in like general. Them. Yeah, They're, I'm a big fan. Dustin are, Bufflin has been very rootable yeah. over the years. They're playing very like old They're playing school fast, fast, They're playing hard, fast and loud. Hockey, yeah. yeah, I like it a lot. I mean, like the West has always kind of had the faster, bigger players. Mm-hmm. That's the way it's always been. But like this year it just seems like Vegas has a lot of these big players. Uh, you know, when they got a guy like William Carlson and James Neal and Derek Englund, who are all just mm-hmm. houses of men. I'm trying
0: to think of, like, a the Winnipeg team of, like, a team they remind me of. Almost like... I mean, they remind me a lot of the Red Wings in the yeah, early 2000s. Yeah, I would say the Red Wings. Yeah, I could
1: see that. They look a lot like the Ducks did when they won their cup with Chris Pronger Ducks, and Ryan Getzloff, yeah. too. Yeah, they get A lot of big Ducks. players. But Dustin Bufflin... Might be the hardest man to take down in all of hockey, mm-hmm. did you see like the video of him like some dude literally skated all the way down, lined him up? Dustin Bufflin was sitting still and still <laughs> decked him. it made no sense, no transfer of energy or anything that's like trying to hit headman in NHL when yeah as the puck you just bounce off' <laughs> just a brick wall, man, so I mean it's been really fun to watch the Jets obviously it's really fun to watch Vegas um who are you
0: guys picking? In, in this series, you know, just in case we don't get back on before it's over.
2: Vegas.
0: Yeah, I want Vegas to win just because, like, if for no other reason, the storyline of, like, if the Caps were to make it to play against McPhee and to play against uh, Fleury in the finals, that would be, uh, like, a good milestone. That would be fun. I I mean, I still think the Jets are going to win. I mean, I thought the Sharks would
1: win before that. But, you know, I, I did think the Preds were going to end up beating the Jets as well. Mm-hmm. I thought the Preds just had a, a deeper team than that. And oh, they then it, had more
0: talent. And then yeah. it
1: came out that Arena is just not that good right now. Yeah. He was terrible all series. Um, they couldn't do it for old Mike Fisher. But, yeah, I was very surprised to see Nashville get hung up. But when you look back, Winnipeg and Nashville were separated by one point in the standings going into mm-hmm. the playoffs. So they were, you know, very, very competitive teams. Now we have what we have. So I'm going to go with the Jets in seven. Um, but it's going to be a really exciting series. Yeah, d- that to watch. That one, oh, I've caught both like games seven. so far, and they're on
2: tonight. Oh, time. of course, you're going to watch that. Series. Well, they're on later in the day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah fuck off.
1: I don't know what you want from me, John. I'm sitting here talking hockey with my heart in my asshole right now. All that right. Um, <laughs> fair point. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about the NBA briefly, and then we're going to talk about the NFL newlyweds. Um, with the NBA, the Cavs down 2 nothing. We talked about how we need to panic. Uh, what are the, panic. some of the things... <laughs> ah, <laughs> what are some <laughs> of the things that the Cavs need to get straight? Obviously, LeBron's doing his thing. Uh, what do you think the Cavs need to do to re- uh, rebound in Game 3? What do they need to take away? What do they need to add to their team? Michael Jordan? <laughs> no. The Cavs... Um.
2: I'm not done. Okay. I thought that's that's all you were going to say. you
1: mention Michael Jordan one more time? I'm going to
2: yank on your testicles. (laughs) So I should say it a few more times. (laughs) If you're into that. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. No, uh, honestly, I think, I don't know what really needs to be done. Because, like, we've seen their role players are just absolutely terrible. Um, They need, obviously, better play out of their front court. You can't have three points from your starting, or your, your back court. I'm sorry. You can't have three points from your starting backcourt, and George Hill cannot have your only three points from the two. I would expect Jr. to score more than George Hill. What
1: the hell happened to Rodney Hood? He used to be decent.
2: In the playoffs, is he he's just been, terrible now. In the, in the playoffs, he's absolutely ferocious. I feel like I didn't heard his name get called. Uh, he's been playing, but um, yeah, he just really hasn't been good. LeBron and LeBron's really doing everything he possibly can, and Kevin Love is also playing really well, and yeah, it just. It's not looking good for him, I don't
1: think. Well, I think we really need to also look the lack of depth that the Cavaliers have, which they traded Isaiah Thomas, I thought, to get more depth, and I'm not seeing that. The role players, you know, we were talking a lot about role players in the Capitol series, which, you know, getting back to the Cavs now. You're looking at pretty much no leadership, no experience. You know, if you're relying on J.R. Smith to score 20 points a game, that's a dangerous game to play. Yeah. Because two years ago James or J.R. Smith was a national treasure. Now he's pretty much in danger of being Nick's J.R. Smith again. He was good for the Knicks. I mean he was okay, but like two years ago he was, you know, one of the favorite players to take a three ball with. Yeah. Now I don't even really want him on the court. No, you don't and you look on the other side, you got a guy like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and Terry Rogier and Marcus Smart. And they're just all taking him to town like this is light work. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy. And also,
2: Al Horford's having his day with any. Yeah,
1: Al Horford's playing really. Well. Al Horford had his day with. It him. gives me nightmares back to Game Six when he stripped that rebound away from Nene. Oh
2: god, That's what I'm saying. He's gonna out. throw up. In the in the playoffs, he he is a playoff player like like Rondo playoff mm. or like Braun playoff. Like he has made Joel Embiid look fucking sorry. And he has made Kevin Love, which I mean, Kevin Love's. Everybody he's kind of like he's like he's, he's made he's all the big Tim Duncan of the league now looks basically. sorry. Yeah, he just makes every big, big fund look sorry. I really enjoy watching Al Horford. Very fundamental, and I honestly and I was talking to a buddy that is a um, a huge Celtics fan at work, and he said that because he's from Boston, and he was like, "Man, I love Al Horford. He does all this." And I was like, "I don't see. I see a lot." This was like early in the season. I was like, "He's a great player, no doubt," but trading him for a, a good. Dominant, athletic, big, wouldn't be bad. But I regret saying that wholeheartedly. I just feel like the Celtics have never
1: been a team that had a ton of athleticism. No, they haven't. But like, even when, like, Paul Pierce wasn't super athletic. He was a fundamental player. Kevin Garnett had his time. But, like, Ray Allen wasn't super athletic. He wasn't as He proud. was just a sharpshooter. <laughs> but, yeah, crazy. in Boston, he was a sharpshooter. Yeah. So, like, Boston's always been big on fundamentals. Larry Bird, obviously. And you know guys, uh, Jeff Hornacek and guys like that. Uh, so I mean, that's a lot of the players that they have that flair with Kyrie Irving and like Terry Rozier and Jalen Brown. But the fundamental players are the ones getting it done right now. I mean, they got a guy in Aaron Baines who's out there playing good minutes
0: right now. Got, like, the and they got the best out of Kelly Olynyk
2: last year, and Olynyk is garbage. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that Brad Stevens is really just he's a great coach yeah he's just the head of the ship and he is doing a hell of a job and I think he should win coach of the year I don't really think well it's already been announced that he's not winning it but who's winning uh, D'Antoni
1: no
0: the Raptors coach the Raptors won coach. and then he got uh, fired the oh my God. Like, he won and, so and got fired within like 48 that's, uh, hours Brownie, that's, Brownie. that's you know, so funny Brad Stevens didn't get a vote <laughs> nope
2: which is bullshit he's the best coach in basketball and it, it just it's, it, I don't know I don't really think there's much else to say you've watched him literally take and I hate. I don't like saying he takes. He's taking nothing to something because I mean they're they're top picks, but they're young. Like they, these young guys should not be beating up on a Le, LeBron team. I don't care who was on the team. Like I the, did not think they were going to end up beating the Sixers. Yeah, a lot of people before
1: did. the series, I didn't think there was
2: any way. Well, and
0: one thing with Brad Stevens too, with like people were like, oh, they're not going to beat the Sixers, and they're not going to beat the Cavs, and it was because like the way that they had played. Like, previously, it was like they gave you no reason to think that. But then when they get to that opponent, Brad Stevens is like, okay, we're playing against the Sixers. We're going to play team basketball, and we're going to lay off Ben Simmons and force him to shoot if he's going to, and he's not going to. And so we're going to have our five guys guarding their four, and we're going to win. And then now, instead of, like, saying, like, okay, we're going to try to make somebody beat us, now they've said, we're not going to let LeBron beat us. And that you see them always have somebody on LeBron and then you see Marcus Morris shade over or you see, like, Al Horford shade over. Like, they're always keeping tabs. I I kind of
2: agree there but I kind of disagree into the fact that he, they are letting, they are like staying locked on LeBron, but they're letting LeBron get his. Like, LeBron, well, I
0: mean, they're letting get his. Like, but, his yeah, I don't points, know if they're but, letting
2: him get his. No, though. I think
0: he's just getting
1: his. Yeah. Well, no, <laughs> like you can try and cover to an LeBron. Extent, like the only time I ever saw LeBron get covered well was Kawhi Leonard. Um, Other than that, people have had a tough time. Morris is actually
2: doing really well. Like statistically, I mean, yeah. he, he
0: scored forty-two points.
2: Only eighteen of them were on him. Okay,
0: but I'm just saying, so, nine, yeah, going forty-two going into the points. Series, yeah, I that's what that's LeBron. Stat. Yeah. LeBron's gonna get like, LeBron it.
2: shoots
1: like thirty three percent with being covered by Marcus Morris' career before this series.
2: And he, I saw that stat. And in the and the he like he's doing a well a good job of guarding the he's best player fine. on the world in the world. Like, you just
1: have to take that with a grain of salt. Yeah, still you're
2: LeBron. gonna stop LeBron, but if you have a couple guys that are gonna try to contain him and then let the scrubs shoot a bunch of fucking bricks, then I mean that's that's what you want. And I think that I think that Brad Stevens is mustered up a game plan that fits it well. It's just like, LeBron is going to do what LeBron's going to do. It's LeBron. Mm-hmm. With the rest of these scrubs, they, can, they can't beat you. You cannot let them beat you. And they have.
1: Cavs and Celtics, uh, game three probably in like four days because the NBA the takes Saturday. a day and a half and then some off yeah, for travel days because they need that for basketball players. Um, but anyways, we'll move over to the West now um with the Rockets and the Warriors I you had 11
2: points shooting four I, and 14 in the series
1: I legitimately thought that the Rockets had a chance and now I don't cuz they held step Curry to 18 points and they lost yeah
0: Rockets so I I like was kind of confused I I, I convinced hear, myself I hear the whole like <laughs> oh they were like 1 in 7 versus the Rockets in the regular season or whatever that was but it's like It's like, did no one else see what the Warriors have done the last, like, two years? Like, has no one else been watching... Like why is what the Rockets did so special that what the Warriors have been doing is just we can just forget about it? Yep. I I never understood that. No,
1: that was that was just a spin zone thing in my head over the yeah. last two weeks that I convinced myself that maybe the Warriors. I think would lose. they just
0: did that for TV ratings to get people to watch because they're gonna be like, yeah, Warriors are gonna blow them out, no one's gonna watch. People
2: act like KD isn't on the team. That's yeah. what blows my mind is KD is the best score the one one of the best scores the NBA's ever seen. Mm. He is seven foot can shoot from anywhere, can get to the basket anywhere, and they still have a guy like Clay Thompson that can sh- score yeah. sixty in his sleep. Yeah,
1: Clay had a good game. Yeah, and, and Draymond and, can do everything. And Draymond and like, like Steph didn't have to do anything. That's what I'm
2: saying. Like, like Steph, Steph hasn't I honestly, even done anything. I honestly yet. think they could win this series without Steph. Yeah. Easily. I agree. Well it, I if, think it would go to like six, but mm-hmm. I think that they could win that Do you think the Rockets are gonna win any games? Uh I think it'll go five.
0: I mean of the, the four of the like Clay, Steph. Draymond and K D, like, you take away any two of those guys and then you compare them to James Harden and Chris Paul and right now In the playoffs at that. In the playoffs, yeah. And right now, like any just two of those Golden State guys versus the two Rockets guys, I'll take the Golden State ones. Yeah.
1: Any combination well, of the two. I don't know. If it's Clay and Draymond, I'm taking James Harden and the I NBA
0: would take James Clay Harden and Draymond. Draymond's effect In the playoff game Like You cannot is, Measure but, with stats But, we, but, but And if you Did it I don't know
1: Because Clay Has his off days James Harden Looked Asleep Well yeah He's officially He's
0: officially shook
2: No he had 23 He's gonna have to
0: score 23 40, is not yeah. enough For James you Harden Oh, oh no hard.
2: no He had 41 I'm sorry Chris Paul had 23 yeah. Or, yeah. Well that sounds about right But he also I think I saw this crazy set I don't know exactly What it was My numbers are probably off it, he dribbled the you ball. Have a fact check, run. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get that system working. He dribbled the ball the entire game like three more times than the entire big four. Or, mm-hmm. like, yeah, the big four dribbled the ball. Like he had the ball in his hands so much, which still wasn't more than LeBron had last night. But that that isn't even comparing. He had the ball in like forty percent of the time, and it was like well over the amount of time that the four of them had the ball. Like they they, they moved the ball well. Mm-hmm. Everything just meshes, and they don't put the ball on the floor. The Rockets play so, so iso ball. It's literally okay. Here, Chris Paul, your turn. Try shaking bank. Mm. James Harden, your turn. Let's give fucking Trevor Ariza a shot. No, have a have an offensive place where your shooters are in the corners, and your two playmakers are trying to make plays for the rest of the team. Like
1: it's fucking. They need stupid. to get Clint Capella involved on. Yeah, it's like he's got to be huge. Yeah. he he's part of the reason that you know they had such a successful run and. They basically shut down New Orleans. Yeah, he was, was bodying a big. Yeah, he was a huge reason. So I mean, that I honestly think that it'll probably go six. Um, I just think Houston will win two games because James Harden will score you know an ungodly amount of points. But Golden State wins; they win the championship. No surprise. I don't think that's exactly breaking news. And I also
0: don't understand why there's so many people saying that this is the. The, the finals like the Western Conference finals is actually the NBA finals like because the, the two offense are
2: well, like the most I think I know, Boston I'm and Cleveland saying,
0: are good too though. I think but
2: yeah oh, that series is way more entertaining than this one's going to be I, I think. think Houston
0: has just as good of a chance to beat Golden State as the Cavs I don't really think Boston has that much of a chance to beat Golden State but I think the Cavs, the Cavs. would have just as much of a chance as
2: Houston would I mean, I, I'm not disagreeing, but I think that I don't think either will. Boston has been counted be as a Would it be wrong football? to want to see Brad Boston Steven's, go against Golden I would State, love though. to watch it.
1: But I, I feel like Steve Kerr could get out-coached pretty easily.
2: Oh, he will get out-coached. Steve Kerr doesn't oh, yeah, coach. Def- yeah, he doesn't have to. Yeah. yeah. When you have four All-Stars that, that are literally geniuses on the court, you have a guy like Draymond, which his basketball IQ is close... not A okay. billion. Yeah, it's not like... In, or. Uh, I'm sorry. LeBron's, LeBron's. but it is in the category. It's one of the it has to be one of the highest. Yeah, he's a genius. On he knows court. how to do everything. All he knows saying, how everybody on the court is supposed to be. And, able to and he can like, do everything. Yeah.
1: In a year with Vegas making their crazy run. Never thought that would happen. Still to this day don't know how the Eagles won against New England. Still don't understand that. What? I mean maybe maybe Boston can be Golden State. Do we really want another New England championship? No.
2: I I would honestly like to see Boston
1: win. But I, you I don't really count the Celtics as part of it because Adam and Tyler don't care about it. I also I don't, don't count them. As they
0: would start to care, but they would start.
1: I mean, Tyler started to chat me up about the Celtics a little bit I recently. Would tell him to
2: shut the fuck up. I
1: mean, we made a side bet on it, so we're good. I got I got LeBron in seven for the money, but on the podcast, I'm Celtics in five. I'm playing both sides,
2: so you're not really upset either way. No. Le LeBron in seven is very likely. Nothing in the
1: NBA upsets me really anymore. Even the Wizards losing doesn't upset me.
2: Oh, you were pissed.
1: I wasn't pissed. When I was we pissed. left. You were pissed. I was pissed when we lost to the Hawks like three years that ago. Was very I was pissed then. But like now, I'm just like whatever. It's a, it's a fuck situation. It's a wash. Yeah. I feel like we're a lot like Toronto right now.
2: No, we're not. Or no, they're not. I'm not, I'm not saying we in either of them, but
1: I think we got a lot of the same problems. But anyways, all right, so we'll get to NFL Newlyweds. Toronto's
2: All-Stars don't show up. I mean, they I literally, <sighs> can't it. say Bradley Beal played very well either. Bradley Beal, also, they don't have a fucking shooting guard to back him up. He's playing 40 minutes a night. He's doing what LeBron does without the LeBron body.
1: I'm just saying, John. It's a time, talk for another time, but... I uh, See the parallels. We could literally
2: have a podcast about it.
1: So, newlyweds, you guys know about the newlyweds game where they have to, you know, put up signs and see if they match. Well, it'll be a little bit of a off of this. We're going to talk about whether or not we believe these are good fits, bad fits. You know, maybe they'll have a nice honeymoon phase, stuff like that. Uh, start out with Sam Darnold and the New York Jets. Um, I think that this is a very platonic relationship. I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of flair going on either way. But I think it's going to end up being effective. It's going to work. It's going to make economical sense. They're marrying. They're going to have two kids, a boy and a girl. And <laughs> white I think, picket fence. Yeah, white picket fence, middle class families, retriever. suburbia. <laughs> I think Sam Darnold and the Jets is a nice old-fashioned marriage, and it'll work out pretty well for the first ten years, and then it'll slowly
0: fade away. Yeah. You think Donald's a jet for life? I think so. I think so too.
2: I also think so.
0: Whether like it's whether he's happy or not. Yeah, and it's like it's like he's happy. They're doing and he it for the kids. It. Yeah, he's happy and he makes it and he never leaves. He sucks and he never sees another snap and just becomes a career backup. <laughs> like it's pretty much it. Like a,
2: like it's a his Gino. only choices, a
0: Exactly like a Gino, but um, obviously a much a lot more invested with that draft pick.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, next one we got Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns. uh This one reminds me of a very hot fling yeah. that you have on spring <laughs> break uh and then kind of lingers after because you get pregnant <laughs> and you get stuck with them oh, so damn. right now Baker mayfield Baker mayfield just got the browns pregnant they're gonna have to get married uh it's going to be a shotgun wedding, as they call it, um so they're gonna have to get together and it may stay in the test. You know, the baby might bring them
0: closer together, or it may drive a wedge in between them and create tension. And do you know what the worst part about that is? What? Is that the Browns only got Baker Mayfield's Snapchat. They didn't even get his phone number, so they had to Snapchat him to tell him that they were pregnant. Oh,
2: I think. It's a... can, you,
0: can you imagine how <laughs> awful that would be? I think be? it's an
2: early divorce.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah,
1: I mean, they're definitely they're getting married they way too can. early, yeah. But, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they end up breaking up. Wouldn't surprise me at all. I really like where this, the direction this is going. <laughs> um, all right, so we got Josh Rosen and the Arizona Cardinals up next. I think, I'm pretty sure I went on this podcast saying I didn't like Josh Rosen in our Tinder segment. Yeah. I think we were all that way, though. Yeah. But now... Now that he's with the Cardinals, (laughs) and he's got old man Sammy sleeves in front of him, glass bones and paper skin. This kind of reminds me of an old-fashioned arranged marriage where no one is
0: excited (laughs) about it happening, but it's going to end up working out for everybody, I think. Uh, I don't know if I would say it it would work out for everybody, but I agree with the arranged marriage thing just because it looked like it had to happen. Like, the Cardinals needed a quarterback, People were like, like the trading was available. Like there was an a average amount of trades in this draft. I think. I thought it's, it was a
2: really good amount of. Them.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was a good amount. Especially, well, there's a lot more in the upper end. Yeah. Later, there wasn't as much. I was expecting more movement in the two, three rounds, just because I know there's so much talent there. But the like the first round was like about what you'd expect, and so they were like, all right, like like things are moving. We'll we'll move up. We'll we'll give it a try. We'll throw our hat in the ring. All right, we're up to what they picked him at eleven, right? So they're like, alright well, we can get eleven. Yeah. Somebody will be available there. Like one of the quarterbacks will they be available. They weren't attached
1: to anybody per se. They exactly. just knew they had to shack up because exactly. they, they were, were
0: getting old. Exactly. So they, they knew they had to do something, so they did it. How do you think they settled? How do
2: you think Fitzgerald is gonna play?
1: I think he'll still play fine. I think he plays the same regardless of what quarterback's in that offense. Because he's he's not the same Larry that played with Kurt. Anymore, Mm -hmm. but he's still a really solid receiver. He got his the last few years with like Bruce Stanton and Carson Palmer. Yes,
2: I think Carson Palmer is better than both of the quarterbacks. Definitely,
1: I think he's retired now. Him and honestly, him and Bruce Arians really dicked him over. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) they both just straight up left without saying anything. Yeah, they're just like see. Uh, next one we got we got Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Uh, I I have two kind of similar relationships for Lamar Jackson and Mason Rudolph. It just kind of reminds me of the friend zone. These two guys are going to be friend zone for a while because their two teams are currently married and in a committed relationship. But he's going to stick around. He's going to stay in their ear, and then eventually someday when something goes wrong and someone makes a drunken mistake, he's going to be there to pounce, and he's finally mm-hmm. going to get his chance. That's Lamar Jackson and Mason
0: Rudolph to me. I think I think that is Mason Rudolph. I think Lamar Jackson is the side bitch. Ooh. I think that, like, you know... Side ho with yeah. a 5S screen yeah. crack. I think you know, like, like yeah, like, I date Joe Flacco. Like, he's the one I'm going to post on my Instagram pictures with and stuff. But, like... But, like, late at night at like, the bar, I'm hitting up Lamar Jackson. Uh, you take Wednesday, Thursday... And then you send him send my him way. My way for oh, the weekend. Dude, we see Cissa so Lam- soon. I know it's oh, like a couple weeks. Baby. Lamar Jackson is the weekend. That's who the Ravens want to be with, but they just know that like they can't just go to him right now. So I think they're waiting for for Joe Flacco to slip up, and they're going to blame. So they him. have a put All the blame on him, and put it, get, just so they have a reason. And as soon as they do, he's off to the side, and and the the woman in waiting, Lamar Jackson, will swoop into her. Her rightful place. Lamar
1: Jackson is the guy across town and lionized by the Eagles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's the young guy, Joe Flacco is the old man with all the money. Uh, last one we got now is Josh Allen of the Bills. And this one is truly a head scratcher when it comes to a relationship. This one just reminds me of that kind of, you know, if you're a girl, you fall in love with the guy who's got the great body, the six-pack and the guy who can throw a country mile. But he's not necessarily a keeper. He's not necessarily a guy you want to have around for the long haul, like kind of like Mark Wahlberg in Daddy's Home. He's a stud. He drives a motorcycle. But he ain't going to make the kids lunches. He's not going to you know, take them to school and stay inside the cones. Uh, I'm not sold on Josh Allen. He's an exciting guy. But the relationship with the Bills, I think, is going to be rocky from the start. Yeah, I, I
0: think Josh Allen's a one night stand. <laughs> I think you get really drunk and you see You how convince go- yourself. You see how good he looks in shorts and how tall he is and how big his hands are and then you're like, Well, I feel like I gotta take him home, right? So. <laughs> the
1: measurables. Yeah. You know what they say about big hands. Exactly. Big gloves. <laughs> uh but yeah, so that's the quarterbacks. Uh we're gonna do a couple running backs, a couple wide receivers, um, and uh maybe one or two tight ends, but First one I'm going to get to is uh, Darius Geis with the Washington Redskins. Um, With the Redskins, it's tough to kind of figure out this relationship because there are going to be uh, another person, a.k.a. Chris Thompson, in the fold. Uh, I like the fit a lot. As far as the relationship status goes for them, I'm going to put it's complicated because right now I'm not completely sure of his role, but I like the
0: potential. Yeah. I think that the Redskins are very uh invested in Geis and like I think that their role for him like Jay Gruden said his role is first and second down. Yeah. So I think that I think his role is pretty defined. The only thing I can throw a wrench into that is if P. Ryan just comes into camp and just is like Kills a you. stud and everybody's like, Well shit, now what do we do? So but that I think that's the only thing that is in the way of think, Geis having a lot of production. A,
2: uh... A happily ever after marriage. Yeah, uh, I love the fit. I think it's gonna work out. I hope it works out great. Maybe from a biased standpoint, but it sounds sounds pretty good to me.
0: I hope it does. I love his whole like run angry mantra. Yeah, it's just like I want to run through everybody. Uh, we got Nick Chubb and the Browns
1: next. This one truly just reminds me of summer love. You know, it's the kind of guy that looks good in beach shorts and nothing else. (laughs) Um, Nick Chubb, I was not huge on going into the year. Um, There's going to be a lot of people in play. Uh, You know, he's going to be the love of the summer, but everybody knows that when summer's over, as Don Henley says, all the boys all come home from the summer. And, uh, you know, you can't always just count on those summer guys uh, because they never, ever stick around. Um, Nick Chubb is being thrown into a situation with Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson. I hate it. I think this is a very quick relationship, and I think it's going to end bitterly, and they're definitely going to take shots at each other on Twitter when it's all over. <laughs> I would
0: love to see that. <laughs> what do you think about Nick Chubb? I think Chubb will be... Uh, I think he needs like a, to have a good support system around him. Like, he's uh, will need... like. Like, he's not somebody who will just walk in and, like, change your life. Like, he is someone that will need, like, a, he's a an obvious... In- insecure, but with potential. Yeah. Yeah, he needs the third down back. Like, he's not going to be able to really help you there.
2: I think the Browns are going to kill him. He needs reassurance. And, uh it's going to be one of them crazy uh, episodes that you see on, like, uh, one of the uh, investigations... Like, uh, snapped... Yeah, A oxygen. Cleveland, stuff. Is, <laughs> Cleveland done snapped and killed
0: him. Mm-hmm.
2: Ran him into the ground, and he like dies.
0: Like what they did
1: Cleveland. with Trent Richardson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this reminds me straight up of Trent Richardson. Yeah. yeah,
2: it's just like it's the
1: kind of girl that can't shake that same dude and just keeps falling into the same trap. That's kind of how I feel about Baker Mayfield. They did it with Johnny. They did it with so many different quarterbacks before him. Cleveland doesn't learn. They like the bad boys.
2: Yeah, I like the I bad boys. I
0: mean, yeah. They think they can change them, but yeah, they not Yeah, they, they can change
1: them. <laughs> they think they can morph them into something that they're not.
2: This talk is getting mixed. I love it.
1: Great idea. Uh, Ronald Jones for the Buccaneers. This is my happily ever after. This is my Disney movie romance. I think he fits in. He's a great back. He's going to have all the work from day one. Hopefully. I don't think Charles Sims is going to get in his way for Carrie's. This is like I said, the happily ever after, the whole nine yards, the the Olaf from Frozen singing at the wedding and everything. I love it.
2: Uh, yeah, Ronald Jones. I think it's a good fit. I don't know, have a really good yeah. I think I a, I think Jones. a honeymoon stage. I think that they will last a long time together.
0: Buccaneers uh, picked uh, Nelson in the first round too, didn't they? Did they get him, Nelson? They, the guard from oh uh, Quentin Nelson. Yeah, didn't I don't remember. Name? Isn't
2: that no, it?
0: They the oh, no, they got... Oh, the, no, the, they got Derwin James. No, they got Vita. Oh, they got Vita, that's right. Um, to play with, in my to play. in my mock draft, I think I had them taking, uh, taking the guard. But, yeah, they did get Vita. Um, but they... Uh, I think their offense has... I like the way that they've been developing it each year, like, whether it's through drafting pieces or adding, uh, like, free agents and stuff. So I think that he will be a really good addition, and uh, it'll help... Jameis out a lot because I I don't think that the Buccaneers have gotten nearly enough consistency at running back since like Doug Martin had that one good year like yeah. 5 years ago.
2: <laughs> They're not afraid to use a running back which Yeah, they, them they
0: exactly cuz they do want
2: to use running back. Yeah. They they've tried. That's why I like the Skins bit cuz yeah. we want to run the ball we yeah. just fucking
1: couldn't. All right, moving on to wide receivers cuz obviously Saquon Barkley is uh pretty much all of those relationships into one. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hot and heavy in the bedroom, and it's going to be great at uh, painting sips and whatnot. <laughs> so uh, we'll move on to receivers. Um, starting first with Calvin Ridley in Atlanta. This one is going to be just like Jay Burchell in She's Out of My League. <laughs> I think that Calvin Ridley is going to step in there on day one, and he's going to look at big old Julio Jones, and he's going to feel like he's way over his head. But I think over time he's going to feel that it's not all about looks. It's not all about what all you got. It's all about the heart and the man that you are. And that eventually he'll slide into the right spot in this offense. Yeah. I love
0: uh, I love that fit for um, Calvin Ridley to go to the Falcons. Just because the Falcons already throw the ball so much. And the uh, Alabama was never a team that really threw the ball a lot. It's just when they did, they looked his way first. So, I think it'll be interesting to see how he does with, like, a, with more volume. Because I, I think he will get a lot of volume this year. And, like, even though we were shit-talking Julio, um, I think a lot of defensive coordinators and stuff still respect him. And, oh, they should. And it will be yeah. a
2: dog. Oh, they should. When he gets the ball. And, uh,
0: and Calvin Ridley will, will benefit from that
2: for sure. I agree. I think, I think it is going to be a rocky start. I still like
0: Taylor Gabriel, too, over there.
2: Bumpy road. Yeah, Taylor. I it work good. out well.
0: You're trying so hard to rip your mic out of the plug. No, no, uh, you're, I you're trying. Stretched. I know you're trying. I have
2: got it perfectly stretched.
0: You, if you could take that knot out, and it would yeah, give you no, a couple like more it. inches. All right. Ooh, a couple more inches. Yeah, more you should be know you're big that. time, and you can turn down a couple free inches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, next up, we got
1: T, uh, DJ Moore, who can afford uh, to give away a few more <laughs> inches because <laughs> he's Mister Big Dick swinging now yeah. down in Carolina. Not a um, fan. Yeah, I mean he he was like one of the only good players in what basically was a middle school offense for the Maryland Terrapins last year. Um, on this
2: podcast, was high on him.
1: I mean, I still I liked him before he went where he did. I just don't know if Carolina utilizes someone like DJ Moore. Like they didn't really utilize Kelvin, oh, they so they did. ended up getting they, rid of him. They, they didn't really utilize definitely. Devin Funchess enough. They don't oh, utilize Jesus. Greg Olson nearly enough in the red zone. I just feel like it's not a good it's not a good spot. Um, DJ Moore reminds me the most of the importance of being earnest. The movie—I don't know if you guys have seen that or the play—where basically he's pretending to be this stud and he turns out not to be, but it it works out okay in the end. But people are always just a little disappointed because they're expecting more.
0: Yeah, I think uh, Moore reminds me of like a basketball or like in basketball, like Kevin Love. Like he was the best player on a bad team. Like he made. He did make some really good highlight plays at Maryland, but like, they were looking for him in those like the touchdown uh, and chances for him to get a touchdown, and like they they gave him opportunities to make the highlight plays because nobody else on the team was going to be doing anything like that. All right, well, that'll sum up our newlyweds game. I enjoyed it. We might have to bring it
1: back for a different uh, set of circumstances. Love
0: marriage, love <laughs> and marriage. We'll have to look that up to play it for. for we'll to have to, lead yeah, in.
1: play it for a segment. And like next time, we'll have to like we'll have to do it with something. And like I'll have you and John turn around and write stuff on a whiteboard. Yes, I think that would be really that would be fun just to see where we're at. But we'll we'll keep that going on. Check us out in the future. Uh, the um, the Gritty Sports Podcast, pretty com. we're on demand as well. I think we're only on demand, actually. We're, always, we're not currently live. We're always I mean, we're live. We're live to me. We're in, live right now. Intrigue. <laughs> um, so we're getting out of the Gritty Finish. That sadly means our show is coming to a close here soon, but fear not, we'll be back next week. Uh, so John scribbled in some about MJ's 10-part documentary. I don't have anything
2: to add to this, but John, if you want to... Yeah. You don't know, have any opinion on it? I don't know anything about it. So... So they're releasing a ten-part documentary. Inform me. Ten hours long, an hour apart. Rub and my It's journey. done by. It's done by the guys <laughs> on Thirty for Thirty that have done like all the really good Thirty for Thirties. And there's literally like they said there's like a billion hours. Yeah, on, yeah it's
0: like four hundred plus
2: hours of like, like unreleased. Footage. Footage. Like yeah. I think it's gonna be honestly like this, not not bus. I think it's gonna be really good.
0: If it's if it's four hundred hours of unreleased footage, and people have cared so much about Michael Jordan for how long, like. How interesting could this footage be? Is it like his home you know, videos of like his parents? It bugs like me that you opening? really act like
2: MJ is some shit. They, it really does frustrate me. And I know you're trolling to an extent, but <laughs> it honestly really fucking bugs me. What you, but what do you mean, <laughs> nah, four hundred hours? Next, no, next, I want to nah, know. Next. I want to know, go go, wanna go, know go. what four hundred hours
0: of unseen footage means. Does that mean like Anything, baske- but but pro- basketball games basketball. no one saw.
2: It's probably his life. Like this is more than just basketball. Would we get to see him like stabbing
0: okay, his dad go, himself. Next, I'm over you. <laughs> All right. Um. So the
1: we were talking. Ryan told me to put this in the finish. Uh. Ab signs somebody's jewel. Yes. So what is one thing you would want signed, and by whom Would you want it signed by? I gave it a lot of thought, so I'll go first. I would really love if I was alive at the time to have Fidel Castro sign a Cuban cigar for That's me. That's a good one. I think that would be. That's awesome. a really good one.
0: I thought that we were gonna p- pick the same thing. So I was really worried. And I was trying to think of a second good one all day. I did not pick the same one as that. How oh, want... the
2: fuck was I not informed on this? I had no clue what I was. Well, we were I... just texting yeah. earlier today.
0: We were texting in our group chat. And then I also texted Josh about something. And then we just, like, it all got mixed together, I think. But That's the... What? It does. John, you're supposed to be thinking. Yeah, th- we're giving you time to yeah, think right gonna now. To... I'm going to um, last. But mine would be... An iPhone signed by Steve Jobs. Ooh, that's a good one. That would be what I would I love want. Steve Jobs. Or, like, a MacBook signed by Steve Jobs, but specifically an iPhone. Because, like, like, I've seen people, like, ask, like, musicians and stuff to sign their phones, and I'm yeah. always like, that's really fucking weird. But I think a Steve Jobs signed iPhone... Because people would be like, who signed your phone? I'd be like, Steve Jobs. That's like getting an autograph like Picasso. Like, this is his masterpiece. So it's like... I think it would be really cool.
2: I don't know I'm gonna to have to
1: come back Alright I have another one I would also like a bottle of cream soda signed by Old Dirty Bastard Nice
2: That would be, be great A
0: yes. Cult 45 signed by Afro Man
1: oh. <laughs> Dude I heard that song like once when I was in Claire and I was like holy shit I haven't heard this song heard You <laughs> just hear it like, I got you know this blind man right Who's He's still got every word even though you haven't heard it in years exactly. <laughs> Dude that's what's like messed up Teachers should really be teaching things in the form of songs I can't remember, you know, what I learned in English class three years ago, but I can tell you word for word a John LaJoy song that I listened to ten years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, Old People Burning. Like, I can tell you every word to that song. It's stupid. So listen to everything in that, but yeah. Cream Soda by Old Dairy Bastard. Ryan, you got any, You got another one? Uh, no. A, those are my only two I thought of. All right. Johnny, you want me to come back to you? Yeah. You, you got to make it special. Um, let's see. Oh, Tweet of the Week. I gotta grab my phone for this um, It had some Well obviously all the tweets of the week are the This is America covers Because mm. those are all just complete gold um, Oh god damn it Someone started a new message
0: Oh we um, need to, we need um, to address this as well just, just while we're while we're looking for things Oh
1: Also little George Bush Young George Bush Was a very cute boy <laughs> uh, Alright yeah it's uh, La Croix You know like those carbonated yeah. beverages it says, LaCroix tastes like when my foot falls asleep. <laughs> that was the tweet. <laughs> I was dying for days. Shout out to uh, Josh Hundley for retweeting that first. Uh, that that tweet really, really got to me real good, and it was hilarious.
0: Um, but anyway, what well, I was going to say that we need to address real quick while me and John find our tweets of the week. Yanny or Laurel. One. Oh, you already have yours? Yeah, well, but I oh want to know, know Yanny or Laurel. I Mare. only listened to it briefly, and I have no
2: idea Laurel how people heard it Yanny. So okay. I, don't, I don't know how anybody hears like
0: Yanny. I heard Yanny the first time I played it, and like, but like, as I pressed play, I was turning my volume up and I heard Yanny, and then the second time I heard Laurel, and then every time I've listened to it since I've only heard Laurel. So, I don't really know. So,
2: my tweet of the week is, this guy said, I got a new tattoo... And it was oh, yeah. Michael Jackson and a Michael Jordan jersey with a Mike Tyson tattoo on his face. <laughs> and that comes from what we're going to get into in a later part of the well, We can next. talk about
1: it next, honestly. It, it goes in Uh well.
2: Yeah, it was a good segue. Um, the song from The Watch of Throne, Michael Jordan, Game 6, or Mike Ty- Tyson, Jordan, Game 6. That's what it is. Yep. So that was funny. I told uh, Josh yesterday that I was going to get that tatted on me, and I think it... Fits me well.
1: It's really cool. Shout out
2: to Michael. Did
1: you see that picture, Ryan? No, I did not. It's pretty interesting. I mean, like, you see it, and I was just like, I was like, John, what am I looking at here? It's like, well, obviously, it's Michael Jackson with a Michael Jordan jersey and, like, the Tyson tattoo. And then I was, and then John told me, I was like, oh, ball so hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Yeah, it's that
0: lyric from Jay Z <laughs> in uh,
1: N Words in Paris.
0: Yeah.
2: Who, um, who is that
0: from? <laughs> Jay Z. My tweet of the week. Uh, is from an appearance by the legendary Rick Fla- Rick Flair, the Nature Boy, Great. came awesome. to uh, a DC area car dealership and was signing autographs for people. Uh, they had like some like, customer appreciation day, but of course, while he was there, like the DC media showed up and they got him to. Say that he believes in the Caps. He got a lot of caps, that, yeah. and that he said it was a Vetchkin's time, and gave a, a nice woo for the for the Caps <laughs> fans. So Rick uh, Flair drip. Rick Flair stamp <laughs> it carries a lot of weight. Around. It does carry a lot of weight, and he's from he's like a Pittsburgh guy. I'm pretty sure Pennsylvania no guy. He said he liked the Penguins or his favorite team.
1: I don't follow anything to do with the uh, Rick Flair or anyone Maybe in I, WWE. You hate wrestling. Ever? I do God. hate it a lot. And like Kurt Angle went to Clarion. Did he? Yeah. That's you should hilarious. like him at least. Well he was a two time Olympic. He was a real wrestler. yeah, that's what I say, he was a real he was also wrestler. A
2: big doucher, but, yeah. yeah, well,
1: he's from Clarion. Didn't
0: he get a bunch of DUIs or something? Probably.
2: He had pill so.
1: problems too. Okay. But anyways, yeah, John was talking about uh going Michael and uh Jackson Jordan game six. Uh, so we'll talk about Watch the Throne. You know, it's been how long has it been? It's been like five years, I guess, since it came out. And I'm still not quite satisfied in what we got out of Jay-Z and Kanye West. I feel like with those two together, there were some songs that were really, really good. Mm-hmm. But like there were also some songs that I never wanted to listen to ever again, and yeah. I still haven't. Like we talk about how we should have gotten more.
2: Yeah, I think that I think that they, they were very uh they very much underachieved.
0: I think for that album a lot of like and this, I would probably fall back on Kanye more than Jay Z. I didn't think the beats were very good. I felt like there were uh, there were some songs that had really great, like legendary beats that people will always like remember and stuff. And then there were some other ones in there where I felt like he literally just took a bunch of layers of different sounds and beats and just put them together with no reasoning behind it Did at we, all.
2: Like it just sounded loud. Yeah. Did anybody see Kanye playing that fucking drum over and over again? Yeah. That that's fucking that, terrible. That sounded like a Watch the
0: Throne. Just beat trash. To
1: me. But, like, it wasn't really about that. It was about what was in the background that, for me that's what finished. I thought.
2: Was, that like, absolutely none of the albums that have ever come out, like, the next
1: two weeks. Well, I mean, finished. he's got everything ready. He's just figuring out titles. I don't from, think, like, I don't think, think so. But, like, so if you know Kanye, like, he's not ever finished with anything.
2: I, I think, think. Nas' album's the only one. Nas and Pushes' are the only well, one. Well, Nas's
1: better come. be done because he declared it done in major key, remember? Nas' album done. So, like, he better be
0: done. I think Pushes for sure is going to be done.
2: And that's probably all about it, that I So, wait, think.
0: like, are the Nas and Push albums, is Kanye on them or is He's he producing, producing them? He's them. like, oh, okay. or like
2: yeah, Executive producing. They said he produced but all yeah. of Push's last album, he produced one beat. He was just executive
1: producing all of it. Hmm. He's been a big part of Pusher, though, the whole time. Yeah. I mean, he, there, everybody in good music goes through Kanye. But it, it's with a, watch a, The oh, Throne, though. No, it's
2: up two chains. You know, well, yeah. Two
1: chains has been working with Kanye for a while too. Though. Yeah, but but as far as watch the throne, N words in Paris. You know at the end when he's talking about you're know, now watching the throne to let yeah. me get in my zone. The fact that that beat is literally just radio static. It's wild to me, like yeah. and it works really well. So that that's one like one part of the album that I really like. And then gotta have it is great. Otis is probably the best track on that I love album. Otis, Otis is so—I love Otis writing just in general. Yeah, been listening to a lot of soul music lately too, on um, while eating triscuits. Uh, <laughs>
0: You're sixty years old. <laughs> <laughs> These crackers need more salt.
1: <laughs> They're <laughs> extremely salty already. You can
0: salt your triscuits, man. Yeah, it's just like who got the
1: hint of salt, Ruth? Need more. But either way, uh, yeah. I, should have gotten more out of that album. Just thought we'd bring it up because John and I were talking about it. Um, does Matt Harvey have a chance to redeem his career with the no. Cincinnati
2: Reds? No. No. I think he pitched like five innings today, which is better than what he had. He doesn't
0: before. care about baseball. He doesn't care. That's true.
1: Um, with the number one pick in the NBA draft, the Phoenix Suns select.
2: Uh, DeAndre
1: Yeah. It's got to be eight. I was thinking that, too. I mean, right? He it fits in like, with their team too. I think they need
2: a, they need a young dominant big. I guy. just
1: don't know who else would take his spot. And like, yeah, he only played one year, but he seems pretty ready. Yeah. Oh, uh, other than the fact good.
0: that he
2: completely didn't want to play in the team, and they got dogs. He was dominant. After
0: Aiton, though, I think the next yeah. like like eight picks will be very, very, very interesting. Yeah. Like, I think it could go a lot of different ways.
2: I'm uh, all, of course interested to
0: see where Trey Young goes. So, is Tiger Woods back?
2: Yes.
1: He uh, pretty much ate the last uh, two days at the players, so did Jordan Spieth, but Tiger Woods looked real good on the greens. Is Tiger back again?
0: Yes. I was very... Resounding, yes. Uh, yes, I guess <laughs> for that, but also on just with the players. Uh, very angry that the two no-name people were, like, winning the whole time. Yeah, Wes Webb Johnson. and then the other guy that was up there for a while, too. Uh, I low key
2: like Simpson. Yeah, I've never
0: heard of him before the this weekend. Really? Well, I get I watch a lot of golf. Oh, yeah, okay. but people who don't watch a lot of golf, like I watched the Masters. I don't remember him from the Masters. I'm sure he was there. Yeah, I don't he, remember him. I think he was there. But you know what? I what struck my
1: fancy about TPC is it's a public course. Yeah, you could play there.
0: TPC is one of the like the cheapest like options of all of, like the PGA. Courses. I was just like.
1: Like, I would just want to go to 17 and just, like, And what? just play it over
0: and over again. Yeah.
1: Like, just lose just all my balls. Holes. And that, another thing, I think it was the third round, there was only, like, eight balls lost of the whole field on 17, which is very unusual, you know. That that green, you know, looks a lot bigger than it actually is. I always thought it was a lot further, too. With it only being 130, you'd think they'd hit the green every time, but it just goes to show you that golf is pretty hard, even for the professionals. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, Tiger's back. Uh, Drake and Migos are hitting the road together. What is it called? The Aubrey and Migos tour? We're there. We're there. We're already there. We already got our tickets. So, we already figured it out. If you're listening to this, you're probably already too late. Unless you're John. (laughs) John is cute, and he's going to figure it out. He's probably going to shake his thing for a ticket salesman. What?
2: Nothing. I'm not shaking anything. Also, since you were talking about that, I just looked up the uh, prices for the PGA, or for Sawgrass. Yeah. For a vacation stay, which is three nights, we can pay 296 times three. What's that? $296? Times three.
0: That's
2: like $900. Yeah. So we pay a $1,000. We go for three days. You get to play the stadium course, which is that one. Yeah. You get a breakfast at... You get daily breakfast at the clubhouse. You get a spa resort, and you get to play their other course, the Deadeye course. Mm-hmm. That's actually yeah, not that bad. That's actually not bad at all. For a grand. Yeah, that's... And that's two different courses. One of them being the course that the professionals go The one thing it sucks about stuff like this, like the big ones like this, is you actually have to walk.
0: Yeah,
2: I don't care. Well, oh god, I'd get ripped
1: apart by that course because it's in Florida, mm-hmm. summertime.
0: It I'd be never drenched, sweating.
1: Yeah, I would just jump in the in uh, seventeen at the end with the crocodiles. Yep, that'd be like Chubs and Happy Gilmore and lose my hands. <laughs>
0: That's, that's so that's funny uh, How funny. am I supposed to putt with this Or chip with this going on <laughs> Screw you Bob Barker uh, Alright so
1: Last one My phone died the other day Driving in the car And I gave my XM subscription to my dad So I wasn't listening to it So I was listening to Kiss FM Slash everything And they were all on, on Commercial at the same time And I've officially determined That the radio is stupid yeah Radio is dumb now It's not good Other than Sirius XM I am a company man
0: It's stupid Yeah I have to listen to the radio at work Because like That's all we're like allowed It to listen sucks to. 98.3 is and, garbage Yeah I In the mornings I usually either listen to 92.5 Or 102.5 Because I like their hosts And their and little talk, games They play Yeah, exactly. yeah talk, And they talk Talk is
1: literally the only reason You need the radio
0: Exactly like, the Junkies are really fun. I like the Junkies a lot.
1: And when I was, like, a kid and I was going to high school here, I would sometimes listen to John Boy and Billy because yeah. they would just do ridiculous, dumbass shit. Yeah. But, like, other than that, there's nothing interesting. Mm. You know, now you can just listen to Mike and Mike or you can listen to some... Well, you can't, you can't, can't listen, listen Mike to Mike and Mike, any and Mike
0: anymore. <laughs> you can listen to, what, Mike and Wingo? <laughs> or and Wingo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, that show's not bad. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of weird. But either way, radio sucks. Last one I have is our Songs of the Week, gentlemen. Ooh. Oh, we're doing Songs of the Week again? Songs of the Week. <laughs> well, Ryan brought it back last week, and I remembered that we had lost it for a while. Yeah. For me, I'm going to go with Right Now by Van Halen. Straight up jam.
0: Love oh. the drums in that song. Let's um, go. Cool. Right Now. Hey. I'm going to go with, uh, because I've, I probably have done I might have done this song before or I might eventually do every song in this album no cap off Super Slimy with Future and Young Thug it's one of the best albums put out in a while I can't get enough of that one uh since you went old school
2: I'm gonna go old school Who's That Lady by the Isley Brothers. Nice. Ooh, A fucking, who's That Lady? Yeah.
0: Sexy lady. Sexy Lady. I love
2: soul music. So dude, much. I
1: know. <laughs> I've been really into it lately, dude. Uh, Curtis Mayfield, man. Move on up. It's like nine minutes long, and it's awesome. Nice. It just keeps on going, dude. I love it so much. But anyways, that'll do it for us today. We'll be back next week. Good uh, Good afternoon. Or what? What's the saying? It's just like uh, good, good, morning, good morning, good afternoon, afternoon and good, good night. night, Pittsburgh. I'm here to
0: talk about more <laughs> life. I was going with that one. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying no. I was John that. Walton sign off. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, Pittsburgh. The Capitals have done it. They've slayed the Penguins. I thought that's. I don't wrong. know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: but either way, thanks everybody for tuning in. PSA: Wasps are still assholes. Fuck wasps. We'll see you next week. <laughs> very
0: important.